the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And that starts out saving a minimum of 10, 10% plus the company match and uh, building up your wealth over time. The uh, glad to be here uh, running a touch late today. Uh, I drove in late last night from South Texas so I could be here from the show, the show. And then I'm driving down 59, and there's a wreck, and all of a sudden the freeway is completely backed up. But I made it here. And so uh, so here we are. we got a lot to talk about here today, about savings, about investments, about some IRAs. Uh, we're talking about the uh, Federal Reserve is going to be raising rates again. What's going on there? Uh, talking some about the uh, the markets and uh and about your retirement, the uh, you know where to start this week. Uh, a, a, a couple things coming up here for the week. Uh, the let, let's uh, first. I just want to touch base a little bit on the uh, on the on the Federal Reserve meeting. Really, it was kind of a nothing happening meeting for, for, as far as the market was concerned. But really, some big things happened, and what 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 the Fed. Is come up with is is they're going to continue to to reverse the quantitative easing, and 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 if you look at the quantitative easing part, there's been basically two parts as to how the Federal Reserve responded to the financial crisis, and this is this is one of the biggest things out there. I mean, the Federal Reserve is more responsible for for the markets than any anything out there for all practical purposes. In many ways, I almost think the Federal Reserve is a new form of government. I mean, we got socialism, capitalism, communism, and then we have central planning put together by by central banks. This is something that Thomas Jefferson warned us against years ago, the dangers of central banks. And uh, same with Andrew Jackson. They fought to get to keep the balance sheets out. But the financial crisis happened in 2008, and the financial system was was about to collapse due to over leverage, as we predicted here on the Max Out Savings Show a year beforehand, predicting before anyone on Wall Street or anyone else predicted failures of the investment banks. And we detailed, unlike most people, exactly how it was going to happen with the run on their balance sheets. And we laid out in our free Max Out Savings report their balance sheets and showed you the growth on them. 
And, and, and so the Fed had to do something. So they cut rates. And then they, they, they started purchasing bonds as well and, and took their balance sheet up from about one trillion nine hundred billion dollars up to about four point five trillion dollars purchasing of bonds. And, and they purchased bonds, mortgage securities, government bonds in general. And so here we are uh, nine years later and eight, nine years later, and the, and the Fed is suddenly sitting on four point five trillion dollars worth of government bonds. Now in my mind, they we should just nationalize the Fed, transfer the bonds to the Social Security Administration, or divide up the money into each person's and put it in their IRA. And it, it's a it's you're talking I the number is uh you're talking, you know, over like ten thousand dollars a person or something that the Fed has spent. And why not give it back to the people? And and I and but th- this is, I mean, is it the people's money at the Federal Reserve, or is it the P- the Federal Reserve, which seems to be a separate entity owned by banks? And and and, and this is really and understand the Federal Reserve just doesn't have four point five trillion dollars worth of of government bonds sitting in their balance sheet. They control the interest rates, and in addition, this is a fascinating thing. They are one of the largest regulators in the United States of America. But what's unique about the Federal Reserve, because since they've been given a whole bunch of uh, regulatory stuff by uh, by Dodd-Frank, they regulate the whole system. But what's fascinating about the Federal Reserve is there's no oversight at the Federal Reserve. There's no checks and balances. There's three – people know there, there, there's basically – there's check the, the framers of our Constitution and our government – were some of the most brilliant people the world has ever seen. And there's really not too many times in history that you see this. You go back 5,000 years, and this happens rarely. But we put together a form of government in checks and balances. We have the executive branch, which is the, the president, the military. Uh, we have the, the Congress, which, which is enacts taxes, passes laws for the, for the executive branch to enforce. And then we have a court system that that comes up and and their job is to sit there and sort of act as referee and does this fit the constitution and, and is this legal well they put in place under Dodd Frank they moved the regulatory over to the Federal Reserve the Federal Reserve is owned by a, a group of banks now some of the people are put in place by the president but the president does not have control over the Federal Reserve like he has control over the army like he has control over the justice department control over the EPA the department of interior so there's really no control so what we have is it's not even a, we we have an independent age we ha, we we have an independent organization owned by banks in this country regulating put the the, the biggest regulator in their they have they're subject to no oversight by Congress or the president for all practical purposes. To quote the chairman Jeb Henselling of the Financial Services Committee uh, on this, typically Congress if they really don't like what's going on in some agency. They can cut the budget. They can't really control it, but they have a little bit of leverage. And so there's always kind of a push-pull between the executive branch and Congress. And so if 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 the executive branch goes too far off the proverbial res- reservation, Congress can get up and cut the, cut the department's budget. And even though the president's running everything over there, if they got no money, it's a little tougher. So you've got this natural checks and balances. The, the Federal. This is the key thing to understand with the Federal Reserve. If you, the Federal Reserve controls their balance, their budget. They do not get money from the federal government. They basically print money and they run their organization with their own money, which means nobody has any control over these people. 
So here we are today, one of the largest regulators in the United States, an out-of-control Federal Reserve, printing money all over the place, and and they're going to have to be reined in. Now, they're getting nervous, so they had a meeting this week, and and they're going to start— they're going to start trying to reduce this balance sheet. And why the balance sheet is important is what the Federal Reserve has done is is they have come in and they have pushed up asset prices to get the economy going. And f- the most remarkable thing is people went crazy when when Ronald Reagan cut taxes across the board and particularly on the rich, and they said, look, it was going to trickle down to everybody else. And and And, and – the same people today, that were, which were going crazy because that, that was giving money to the rich, the only thing the Federal Reserve for all their money printing has done is artificially pushed up asset prices. And, and what they've done is they've created a wealthy class in this country that, that has become almost an aristocracy where they've become very wealthy and, and people that are working, building up their wealth can't afford the 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 stocks the bonds the the properties and different things because in the homes that because prices are going up so much because there's so much federal reserve money in the world today it, it, and so this has become a problem so the fed is trying to pull back some of that money they announced they're going to begin taking the 4.7 trillion dollars or 4.5 trillion dollars off they're going to start it at 10 billion dollars a month for 3 months and then they're going to raise it to 20 billion dollars a month and ultimately up to to 50 Fifty billion dollars a month, and and so they're going pretty slowly on this whole matter, but 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 if if you look at it, the four point five, the four point five trillion dollars, uh, if we go and basically take a calculator to that and see how long it's going to take them to get this done, the you're looking at uh, let me see here divide by fifty, you're looking at about. Eight years to get the, get the money taken out, which is going to be an extraordinarily slow pace. But things are starting to slow, and the reason again this is important is because the number one correlation to stock prices has been Federal Reserve quantitative easing, and now it's going the other way. So this is a big story out there. Now the reason I'm talking about this today is is that is happening. They're also going to raise rates one more time later this year. This is strong for the dollar. Uh, we put on some dollar positive uh, investments for our clients this week, and I think the dollar is a bigger story than people realize of what's happening in the world today. And and I'm going to explain that after the break. But this this is one of the, the big thing that there's some big things happening here in the market starting to change, and how it's going to affect your 401k plan and your IRA rollover. So uh, I tell you what, we'll, in your uh, uh, we'll be right back. We're, t- we're going to take a quick break. By the way, if you're not on our free Max Out Savings Report list, we talk a lot about these things. We talk about IRAs. We talk about 401ks. We, t- we talk about what to, what to do, how to handle sudden wealth, all neat things in the free report. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. I've been driving about since I was trying to fix that If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. 
you need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. We're just going over the Federal Reserve. They're starting to, to they, they've been raising interest rates. They're up to what, about one to one and a quarter percent of the Fed funds rate. And they're, they're going to raise it another quarter point. But a lot of people don't realize they also have been engaged in something called quantitative easing, which means they've been buy, they've been printing money and buying bonds. And so they took interest rates to the lowest level in history. I think uh, last year, about a year or so back, they had interest rates at 1.35%, the lowest on the 10-year bond, the lowest in the history of the United States of America. Never in history have you seen bond rates this low. They've taken rates lower than any time in world history in Europe. And, and so the central banks have printed up all this money. And the problem is, how do they get out of it? They would claim they were boosting the economy, and we had the lowest decade of growth uh, in U.S. history, even though they did all this money printing. So they're trying to get out of it now. And it, and, and so at the same time, we're going to be cutting taxes, and the, hopefully we're going to be repatriating money. A lot of the money held overseas by U.S. corporations are going to give them a, a special tax break of 10% or whatever they come up with to bring the money back into the United States. And there's 2 to $3 trillion held overseas. So once they start doing that, you're going to see uh, the money come back, and there's going to be demand for dollars. In the last week or so, we've been, we, a couple of weeks, we've been talking, and listeners of the show know, I don't think the crisis is going to come because of higher interest rates. I think it's going to be a currency crisis and, and be, because the, the central banks have such control over the interest rates, they just won't do anything. It's likely to be some type of currency crisis. And, and we're starting to see this play out a little bit in here. Uh, once that... Uh, a couple things have been happening. About a week ago, China said that they were going to try to – they wanted the yuan to go down 
uh, against the currencies. Well, it's tied to the dollar, which means it either means they think that the dollar's going down or more likely they're going to try to break the peg a little bit. It's somewhat pegged. They try to track the dollar pretty closely. That, that They think the dollar's going to go up due to the demand for dollars because of the, the Fed is going to pull some money out. There's going to be less dollars. They're also repatriating. They're going to repatriate the money back that's being overseas, overseas by corporations. It could be one to one and a half trillion dollars or more, and that's going to create demand for dollars. So the dollar's going to go up. Well, they don't want to get in trouble, so they're going to try to depeg their currency at the same time. And 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 also the the debt deal. Once it was done, people don't realize the government. Basically, they ran out of money a number of months back. But what they started to do is, is they started just they they hit the debt ceiling a number of months back, and I forgot what it was, but twenty trillion or whatever. Uh, so what they started to do is they can't borrow any more money, so they started pulling down all the bank accounts for the government in the in the different agencies. They started taking money out of the reserve funds and everything else, that uh, in in pulling it down. And now that that's done. Now that we have a deal in place, or within three, they're going to start putting pull, rebuilding those accounts, which is going to put a further demand on dollars globally. So, <laughs> what I think you're going to see happen is 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 a push on dollars, and and when that happens, uh, it's going to push the dollar up. And at the same time, what they're finding out is there was an interesting story by the uh, the the Bank of International Settlements, which is like a it, it's like a, a super regulator clearinghouse for banks at the top in Switzerland, I believe. And, and it, they discovered about $14 trillion worth of offshore debt offshore that was hidden or in derivatives in footnotes that, that they hadn't discovered in the banks, which means in, in many, in many cases, it was, it was, uh, it was some swaps. It was, it was derivatives in, in, uh, that that wasn't really listed as as currency swaps forwards different types of things that weren't really listed on the bank's balance sheet as 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 a uh, a debt and, and so th- they realize that this is a bigger problem. So as the dollar starts going up, you have a huge amount of people around the world. There's twelve trillion dollars worth of debt overseas dollar denominated. And so if the dollar starts going up, it's going to put a lot of pressure on this stuff. And so I think it's going to be real interesting to see how this plays out. The fact that the Fed is tightening, which is what we started the story with, they're going to raise rates again on the Fed funds. And the Fed funds is short-term rates, very short-term rates. Uh, and and then they're also going to start tapering their, their, their quantitative, they're going to start Pulling the quantity, start buying back bonds, or selling bonds before they were buying bonds, in in pushing up, pushing down interest rates. And it's fascinating. Here's a long time ago on one of my shows. Uh, actually, it was kind of a precursor of this show. We we had on uh, Robert Robert Rubin, former Ch- Secretary of the Treasury. He was also in charge. It was at Citibank, I think. In in uh, I might be wrong on that part, but uh, uh, maybe it's J.P. Morgan. I don't remember. So anyway, but so Bob Rubin, who's secretary of the Treasury, uh, you know, he said, look, the, the Fed controls short rates. They can't they don't control long term rates. Bob Rubin never dreamt that the Fed would come in and buy four point five trillion dollars worth of, of longer term uh, bonds to push down rates there. No one even conceived such such a thing would happen. And Bob, but Bob Rubin for that, I think, worked at Goldman Sachs. I mean, he's one of the 
brightest financial minds out there, and he it never crossed his mind they would do that. This is a radical departure, and now they're trying to unwind a radical departure. So I think you're going to see some pushback. I think you're going to see the market start to change because of this. I think it's going to push the dollar higher, and, and a lot of the 40, 47% of the, somewhere between 40 and 50% of the, of the, Earnings, the S&P 500, come from overseas, which is, is if the dollar goes up, it's going to hurt them. So a lot of moving parts. The thing I want you to remember here is things are starting to change here. We're going to see some more changes. The problem is going to be in currencies. It's unlo- more, more so likely than interest rates because the Federal Reserve controls. It's an artificial economy and interest rates in the world controlled by central bankers on the long end and the short end. In the past, the, the central bankers never really controlled the long end. They figured out a way to do it, but the problem is they don't know how to get out of the matter now. And uh, it's remarkable to listen to some of the the, 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 the basically the, the, the shrewdest financial minds and investment minds in the world. And when you bring up this subject, the answer you get is, I know I have no idea how they're going to get out of this. And And typically those people have an answer for everything. So it's it's going to be interesting. Things are changing. By the way, if you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. And the reason why the interest rates won't change much is the world is filled with debt. The debt levels in the United States and China are now going over 300%, and particularly in China, over 300. The number, I, I've seen 305% to 365% debt to equity in China. They're having to restructure all this debt around the world, and so they have to try to somehow control interest rates, and and that's why the currencies is going to be the bigger thing. And this is going to affect your 401k plan and your IRA plan, but but we've sort of had the wind behind us, and now with the Fed turning the other way, they're going to do very slowly. They're trying to just, I mean, Ten ten billion dollars a month for the first three months, and then twenty billion the next three months, and then thirty and four. It's a very slow process. They're talking into the twenty twenties to get this done, but still, no one really knows how this is going to play out. So I think it's going to be very interesting um, on that. That was a fascinating story I saw here. The FCC was doing, I think it was yeah, FCC Federal Communications. They they, they were doing uh, some um, work on on um on some on changes in regulation and rules and so they have a comment period so and particularly on the internet they were looking at the uh, internet how we're, how are we going to structure the internet so there's a comment period so you can call in and make your comment or you can go see in person at the public meeting or you can send an email and and everybody wants an email nowadays well what they they analyzed the email that was coming in and what they discovered was the emails that were pouring in were were put together by chatbots in artificial intelligence. They were fake emails. And th- this is a fascinating story is because we don't know when it comes to anything related to the Internet what's real and what's not. And so the government was getting all this information. They were getting all this comments, and they were reading through, and they, and they got like 3 million responses, which is which they got to go through 3 million responses. Then they suddenly, they someone analyzed it, and, and they ran it through, and they're like, wait a minute, these this is this is artificial. These aren't real people sending these sending these uh, emails in to comment on government things. And, and th- th- this, again, goes back to 
what we're seeing in in the world today where everybody wants to automate everything and, and everybody no one wants to talk to anybody in person and nobody wants to they just want to see emails and stuff and the problem is is what is real and what is not and i think this is going to be one of the the real stories going forward but fascinating story is is the, the government the agents they were looking at the internet fcc they three i want to say it was three and a half million emails they received and then they started looking at the emails there was a lot of legitimate emails in there but there was a huge number i think the majority of them actually were fake emails uh put together by chat box in and, and these artificial intelligence systems are so powerful that and they're kind of trained with these logarithms on how to reply or how to they they change them up just a little bit and then you, and then they can they can create their own ones and then they send them in so that you can get millions. So if if you're the government, you can get millions of fake emails. You have to read. It, it, a way to understand this is talking to Alexis on Amazon. She sort of knows how to communicate back and forth. Well, people forget Alexis could also be drawing up emails as well, and so. Again, how do in the world today? How do you how do you differentiate between human beings, and how do you differentiate from machines? And this is one of the the big stories going forward. I, I think you're going to see a lot of fascinating stuff out there. Uh, uh, you know, I, I really think you're looking at, at at two you know incredibly different worlds. You you're looking at a world that that is 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 over over indebted that is. That that is is really, uh, we've shipped over so many jobs overseas, it, and and then you you're looking at another world where we're looking at artificial intelligence, but we're looking at robotics and we're looking at all types of things. We're looking at artificial intelligence, we're looking at robotics, we're looking at communication systems, we're looking at at, at just in time delivery and logistics, and that's where the United States has the edge. So as before, when it was free, cheap labor in in China and Vietnam. Now it becomes logistics, it becomes artificial intelligence, it becomes robotics. That brings it back to the edge because no one can out, no one can outdo the United States of America, and and, and so uh, it, it's really interesting. All these things that that everyone else is trying to do in the world, it really all comes from the United States of America, and, and so. So we're going to be creating a new country, and the important thing we want to do is is it should be a USA-centric growth pattern in the United States. And we should start planning 5, 10, 20 years in the future like the Chinese do to make sure our people have jobs in, our, in, in, in the factories, in the automated factories, and the automated systems in logistics are in the United States of America, not overseas. And we should start insisting upon that. And that's what Donald Trump is trying to do. But the world is rapidly changing. And, and, and so uh, it, it's underneath all the massive debt created by the Federal Reserve, un, under, underneath the, the ridiculously, absurdly over-levered Chinese, underneath the pollution in the created around the world, particularly by the Chinese in, in, in the in, in the feuding back and forth between Europe and the United States and China. Underneath it, the United States is continuing to automate, continuing to innovate. And, what, and, and the one thing we needed was Donald Trump where he could say, start going, hey, why couldn't, why can't we, why shouldn't we consider the American people first? And the fascinating thing is I watched that part, just a part of that speech at the UN and Two things came out of it. I was kind of surprised when they panned the audience. I just expected the audience to be over there talking on their phone, 
you know, basically yawning and everything else, they were all listening pretty closely to what he he was saying. It was it's kind of really surprised me. And the second thing that came out of that speech is when he said every country should consider their their people and their citizens first. That was actually an applause line with the rest of the UN, which that was another surprise for me. And, and because every country, the first thing their politicians should do is consider their working people first and make sure they're protected and taken care of. Then once they've done that, then they can go around the world and start helping other people, which I strongly believe we should do. But first, you have to care about your citizens. And, and the idea that we've been running a government for the last 10, 15, 20 years for the for the benefit of of, of corporate America in, in not pay in shipping all these jobs overseas, I, I think was really just a, an appalling failure of of our political class. And I think this is really what's brought on the 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 tremendous amount of animosity on both sides. I I I don't think it's it was Donald Trump. I I think it was really the idea that the working people in this country on both sides were just completely thrown over the side of the boat. So, but, but understand underneath that, we are rapidly moving forward, rapidly mechanizing, rapidly robotic, artificial intelligence, and that should create a lot of more exciting, higher paying jobs. And the trick is we want to take the jobs that we've shipped overseas and bring them back. So I think this is something we're going to see. Uh, very quiet markets today, uh, over this week. I mean, comments I made to someone yesterday, it's almost like, yeah, I'd like to see them basically shut the market down for two two days a week and have, have it open Monday, Wednesday, and, and Friday. It's just because there's just so little volatility in this market that that it, it's just, you know, it's almost like watching paint dry. But underneath it, there's a lot of neat things happening inside of the market. Uh, and, and that's what you want to do is you want to look at the individual stocks and bonds. There's where you're going to see your opportunities for investment, for growth over the long term. But but just kind of watching it, sometimes it looks like it just doesn't want to change at all or do anything. But but I think we're seeing this shift, and I think the shift is going to go on for about the next twenty years. And the big shift out, the, the big trends are going to be uh, are going to be really robotics, are going to be uh, really uh, water, electricity, uh, and energy, and and automation, and then the. The, moving the, the jobs, and that's going to be the thing, and then and then the debt, and that's going to be the key thing you have to watch. So, uh, so I think you're going to see some. I still think you've got an extremely high market with low volatility, extremely low volatility. It's very expensive, and that's why you really want to pick your shots closely here. Tell you what, uh, if you got any questions or comments, give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Uh, we'll get your questions answered here on the Max Out Savings Show, and we'll be right back. And by the way, if you haven't gone to our website, make sure you sign up for that free newsletter, or you can sign up an appointment to sit down with me, and we'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. Go to maxoutsavings.com. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. 
With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings and investments in your retirement. If you haven't signed up for our free report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and, and sign up. And if you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call. We're live at 713-339-1070. That's what Randy did. Hey, Randy. Hi, Ted. Well, congratulations. I think you've opened a can of worms here. You know, where do we start? Uh, yeah. The yield curve, it looks like it's starting to flatten some, about 80 basis points between the two and 10 years. But why Why would, uh, so I guess, why, why would people be buying long-term treasuries if, uh, I guess, inflation's low? Or do you think that uh, they suspect that uh, there may be something fixing to happen in the stock market? Now, if, if like you said, the Federal Reserve yeah. begins to taper their balance sheet, is uh, and they start selling these bonds. Is that going to drive the prices down and the yields back up? What do you What do you think is going to happen? I, I think it goes up slowly. I think they're going to go real slowly. In but in, and you, it's interesting you bring up the yield curve that's starting to flatten. And, and, and typically, the yield curve is is a precursor to a recession. They starts going up and the market's going down. I'm not convinced that's as good a thing now because rates are so artificially low. We really don't know what's going to trigger what, and and so I. But I, the fact that the yield curve is flattening is a warning sign in this market. Yeah, now, now but is that now if, if if the dollar if they do begin to raise these rates a little bit and begin to strengthen the dollar, you know, uh, how's that going to work on our, our oil market and, and commodities in general? Well, it, that that's that's an outstanding question. Last time the dollar went up. Big oil went from a hundred to thirty dollars, and and so I, I think you could see some pressure on the commodities market. And and uh, remember the the Chinese uh, Pentennial 
uh, once every five years uh, big pow- uh, uh, powwow, you know, their political powwow. It's kind of like a Republican or Democratic convention, and they and they, you know, they 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 make a shift in leadership and plan for the next five years. That's happening in October here, which is coming up uh, September, October, somewhere in that time frame. And then once, the, so they're going to gussy that the, the China up pretty to make it look good for that. And then afterwards, we're going to see a slowdown, and that's why I think you're starting to see the break in commodities we've seen in the last couple of weeks. It also, I think, is people, I think people are, I think some type of deal was done at Jackson Hole to put the dollar up. And since then, the, the if the dollar's going up, you, you, you short the commodities. Now, let me preface that. I'm not convinced gold is going to go down at this time. I, 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 I think we have a currency crisis brewing out there, and I think there's more demand for gold than people realize. Yeah, I was going to ask you about gold. It looks like to me, if the dollar goes up, there's going to be a, a, a gold's going to, you know, prices are going to fall off. Now, it should. Also, yeah, also the, the the euro is strengthened, you know, uh, fairly, you know, uh, a, fair, a pretty fair amount against the dollar. You know, is that going to reverse that trend? You think? Yeah, that, no, that's what. Look, since the beginning of the year, the the dollar has gone. Down. The dollar started going down, and I want to say uh, July of it's, it. It had a big rally starting in July of fifteen. It went straight up, and then it it, it since the beginning of the year it's been falling pretty steadily. And and I think we're coming near the end of it. Like I said, we we're putting on some positions to benefit from a, a, a stronger dollar. We we did that last week, in or this week, uh, and uh, and so we th- we think. Uh, th- this is going to be a bigger trend going forward. Okay, one, one other quick question uh, on uh, Equifax. I noticed uh, on the bond screen or some of their bonds have begun to show up out there, and I, I kind of hesitated to buy them. Do you think they're going to be sued out of business, or are they going to weather this? Or should I go ahead and buy their bonds? Uh, I think they're going to weather this simply because there's so many other people hacked. The SEC found out they were hacked the other day, but I think they're going to have to pay a pretty big penalty, and it's going to hurt their bonds. I mean, I think you can look in at some, you know, billion-dollar settlement or, or whatever. Uh, in, in the, if they're smart, they're going to react very quickly and give out free credit monitoring services in, in really for a couple of years and really try to get get tough on this and well, if they get ahead of it. I'm not sure they can. Well, you think there's going to be a 140 million person class action lawsuit? Oh, yeah, there, like there's that. already lawsuits out there all over the place on this one. Not 140 million. Not yet. They have talked to me about it, but actually everybody in the country is probably affected by that. But, I mean, everybody's in. Every every credit agency has uh, some kind of records on everybody. You know? what, what makes this one so scary, Randy, is typically if they hack some company, they, they get your email address or they get the password to Yahoo or they'll they'll get your social security they got the social security number their driver's license number their telephone numbers and their names so someone can pretty much create a complete false profile look i i i think this whole identification thing one of the i think privacy is going to be one of the biggest trends in the next decade uh i i think i think you're going to see uh, your, your personal information and, and your information in general is going to be put on something like a blockchain or something like that. It's going to have to be more secure. 
Uh, there's just no other way around it. Well, I don't know. What, what can you do? All you could do would be to go to cash, and the government wants to take the cash away from everybody. Well, and that's what they have. That's why you have to keep the cash, and that's why you, they're going to have to have some type of blockchain spending, a, a, a ton, a, a, a anonymous credit cards and things like that. And, and the reason this is so important, it's not really government intrusion looking over you, Randy, like people think. It's got more to do with artificial intelligence. And once there's so much data on you and artificial intelligence, it's going to be way too too easy to manipulate anybody. And so everyone's going to have to go private and anonymous. And, and that that's something we're looking at, uh, trying to figure out ways to do to do that. But I think that's the future. Well, you know, they say to really foul up, it just takes a, a computer robot. Yeah. No, I mean, what, what did I talk about earlier with the FCC? They had, they had uh, the out of three and a half million email comments, the majority of them are close to it, were, were artificially created by, by bots on the computer. In 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 the, in on the web, well, you get a lot of that. Every now and then, somebody will sweep Facebook or Twitter. Somebody they'll find out that they're all fake accounts. All right, well, mighty fine, Ted. Thank you. I appreciate uh, talking to you. Okay, thanks, Randy. Good questions. No, I mean, look. I, so I, I think that that's the thing. Uh, uh, I think that we're looking for the dollar. I think this is a trend. I think we're getting some trend changes coming in. This week we got the tax bill coming up. Uh, the, we're going to have to see what the Republicans put forward to try to get things going. I, I, I think the biggest change is I think the one that's going to affect things more than people think is going to be the repatriation of the funds. I think I've always thought this should have been done a decade ago. It should have been done five years ago. They kept putting it off, and I really think they've always been putting it off because they're not real sure how the financial system is going to react when they do it. And I think this is something we're going to watch. It's always in the back of my mind I felt that was the reason. Shifting uh, gears a little bit, I want to go over IRAs. Uh, an IRA you can put away fifty five hundred dollars if you're over over fifty one and over uh, fifty. You, you can put in sixty five hundred dollars. But one thing a lot of people don't realize is anybody can contribute to a person's IRA or Roth IRA, and and so which means anyone wants to give me money, they can. <laughs> but where this really has truly has an application, and that isn't one of them, is. Uh, is parents or grandparents can put some money into an IRA account or a Roth IRA account for their children for 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 uh saving to start them up on retirement to, and get them going and and so the uh the, the where I tell you where the interesting one is the Roth because if you can start putting away some money in the Roth for your children they can use up to the first $10,000 anytime they want to make their first home purchase and so this is this is it, 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 it's hard to give people money it, it, it be, because it's not always spent for the for the purpose it was given to them or or but if in the Roth you it, it stays in there and then when they take it out they have to, it's more likely they're going to make the purchase of the house and, and, it, and it's with with home prices as high as they are in many parts of the country young people cannot afford a home so this is a way to help them. <clears throat> help them get going for the, for the home is you can put your Roth in and uh, you can even if you're saving for a home and it comes to the birthdays or something you can just tell the 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 parents or the grandparents tell everybody look if you want to give me a little birthday gift give us some money we'll put it in the Roth we're saving for a house and this lets you build up enough money to make a down payment for your home and, and so you you can do the same thing with an IRA but but a Roth you can you can also use the Roth for college education now remember in a Roth you can take the money out any time, but if you take the the money you've gained over time, uh, that that's taxable 
uh, if you do it within five years after you put the money in there. The exemption is for first-time home buyers, you can take out to $10,000. So it's a pretty neat little thing. And the difference between an IRA and a Roth is when you put money in an IRA, you you uh, get a tax deduction just like when you put money in your 401k. When you when you take money out of the IRA or your 401k or your IRA rollover, you're taxed at ordinary income. And if you're under 59 and a half, you pay a 10% penalty unless for some specific cases. In a Roth IRA, you put the money in, you do not get the deduction, but it grows tax-free. And then when you take it out after five years, you can take the money out tax-free. And so it's a pretty good deal there. So a couple things to think about. Uh, there with, with a Roth IRA and an IRA, and uh, that 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 you know take advantage of them. Uh, if you want to start the kids on a savings program, maybe open up a Roth or an IRA, put some money in it, and you know let it build up that way. Uh, now, when you put the money in it, it's got to be in your children or grandchildren's name. So this isn't like an UGMA account, a uh, gift to minor account. This is in their name. So just remember that. Now, the other thing to remember, if they're young children, they have to earn some money somehow to put to to. So if they make $2,000 during the year working at the McDonald's or whatever, then you can put $2,000 into the Roth, into the Roth IRA or the IRA. If they make $3,000 at the McDonald's, and you try to put you can't put four thousand dollars in the IRA or the Roth. You can just put three thousand dollars in. So they have to make enough earned income to do it, and and that's working. Uh, so that's another reason to get them going on on starting uh, work early. The uh, so something to think about there. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is our last segment. We'll be going over the earlier. We just talked a little bit about the Fed tightening coming up, and uh, they they had the meeting this week. And market didn't move that much. Uh, it, it's kind of a quiet week on Wall Street. I, I think you're going to see some more changes in the next couple of weeks. Everyone's watching to see what the tax plan is is in place in 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 where that's going to go. I, I think that's kind of the the really big thing out there right now is is what's that tax bill going to look like and then they're going to try to game it to is it passable or not. Uh, I think they're going to get something done because I think there's a, a lot more bipartisanship for for a tax bill. And and I think you got enough democratic senators and congressmen that are that would like to get something done that'll lean across the table on that one. So so Donald Trump was probably reasonably reasonably uh support, uh smart in in going across the table uh to take care of that. So I, I think it's something we want to kind of continue to watch and, and sort of see what's happening. Let's take a quick call from Charles. Hey Charles, how you doing? Uh, doing fine, Ted. I just want to follow up from a conversation for the last couple of weeks regarding the uh, storm and the mayor's proposed tax increase. It looks like uh, apparently some of that's being dialed back now I, from what I'm seeing on the news. It sounds like it may not be a 9% as what he's proposing. And in fact, uh, some of the information that I'm hearing, uh, I believe it was yesterday, uh, Michael Kubosh one of the council people had brought out that actually the city has an insurance fund that uh, where where I think the city has some insurance for as much as maybe a hundred million dollars, 
with a $15 million deductible. So I think I think as more of this is starting to come out, I think uh, I think it's possible that maybe this mayor may start to back off on this tax increase. There's one other thing that that I heard also is is that I believe that there's some talk at this point. It's just talk, but I think that there's some talk that might also give some relief to the people who have been flooded from the standpoint of having their homes reassessed so that actually they may actually get a break on their taxes as opposed to literally having to come in here and and sustain a yeah, tax increase. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you, uh, on on this one, Charles. Look, I'm so I was so I think they were probably surprised on the pushback they got on that. We usually don't do do talk a lot on the on the the local issues in the show. We got a lot of phone calls on that, and and uh, really, it, it, it I think taxes are very high. People are very nervous right now, and pro- now it's not the best time to put the taxes in place. But but right. thanks for the call. I tell you, I've, I'm up Perfect. against the end of the show. All uh, right. The so uh, anyway so. Uh, d- d- Finishing up here, remember, you can give to a uh, – you don't have to own the IRA or the Roth IRA to put some money into it so you can help out kids or grandkids. Uh, something to think about uh, there. Uh, you can use it for the Roth, a good thing to add for uh, uh, down payment on a home. So a couple ideas there. Uh, if you're not – we're, we're going to write some about this on our Max Out Savings Report. If you're not on the list, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the uh, free newsletter. You can sign up for uh, a sit-down with me. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you. That's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. And uh, we'll be happy to sit down with you. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.